Hello and welcome to Word Equals Faith. This is your host, Jose Reynaldo Torres. Folks, welcome to another message from the road as is. You're going to hear some background noise. However, the most important thing is to hear the message and get the most out of this message. So I hope you enjoy it. Stay blessed. Thank you for coming and tuning in. Uh, I know that uh, this is a busy time right now and folks, I get it. So many things to do out there. Holiday season. Everybody's prepping to travel, getting uh, your gifts and getting prepped and getting the ingredients for the meals and I mean a lot, right? It's a stressful time for some folks, right? Because you want um, the best for your family and for your friends and loved ones. So you, I get it. It's, it's about perfection, right? It's about getting everything exactly the way you envision it. And that's the message today. It's called vision. Having a vision. And sure enough, um, a lot of folks uh, will say things is not working out or they can't do certain things and um, they struggle with moving forward and accomplishing things because they just don't have the vision. And sure enough, you know, just so that you understand how the vision works. Everything in existence starts with a vision. Everything in existence starts with a vision. And that's a that's a reality. Everything. Whatever you look look around you and whatever you see is somebody somebody saw that in their mind first. In the spiritual realm first. And once they saw that, they're able to replicate what they saw. That is all around us. Those things are all around us today. Everything that you see. And I'm not talking about nature, obviously. You know, there's things uh, that were um, truly here by the earth producing it with our creator who has already ordained growth and has already planted all these things for us. So that 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 stuff is, is not what I'm talking about, though. He, that was his vision, right? He visualized all this and it became a reality. Even us. But we visualize things and it becomes a reality. There's a connection there with the spiritual realm, with the spiritual kingdom. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. It's the message about tapping into that Holy Spirit, letting that Holy Spirit come to you and, and, and enable these things that are already inside you. You see, there's a difference, right? The body is the vehicle, is the temple, is the body of Christ. That's how it works. We are all members of the body. So you folks that are listening today, some of you may be the head, some of you may be the feet, some of you may be the arms, the fingers, the toes, the feet, and so on and so forth, right? But together, we make up the body of Christ. And that's why Jesus says the kingdom is at hand. It, it is here. When he was here on earth as a, as a human, human form he said the kingdom of, of the kingdom of heaven is at hand meaning that it is here it is started it has begun here on earth it has been established and that's a fact I mean you see it what is the kingdom 
So you cannot see the kingdom because everybody's looking for a physical, uh, materialistic kingdom. Though the kingdom that you see that is a materialistic kingdom is an aftermath. It's an afterfact. But the kingdom is a spiritual kingdom that has been expanded. And this is how we as an organism together make up the body of Christ. The spiritual connections that we have with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us direction. And together we move forward towards building his kingdom. But the kingdom that has been established is not a, a kingdom of brick and mortar. It is a kingdom, though, in some cases, in some cases because of nonprofit organizations or the um, organizations that have been created. Uh, obviously, if you're in the ministry of providing beds for children, and that happens to be your ministry, that happens to be the extension of the kingdom that you are administering, then obviously you're going to need a physical brick and mortar place eventually to store these beds and the uh, components and uh, everything that you need to be able to have a bed for a child. Whether they're bumper beds, twin beds, uh, queen size, or in some cases king size, full size. I mean, fill in the blanks, right? Those all need headboards, footboards, uh, they may need rails, uh, a supporting system, a mattress, and so on and so forth. So obviously, you're going to have to have a, a, a brick-and-mortar place to store this and to operate in providing this for those children that are in need. But that's the kingdom. That's the kingdom that the Lord talks about kingdom at hand is that, the kingdom of service, the kingdom of uh, building one another. Some people may call this and say, oh, that's communism. No, that's the kingdom. The kingdom is that we all prosper. So when the Lord gave us that command and said, uh, be fruitful and multiply, it's for, that command was for everyone. And it, and it was confirmed in, in our, our ancestor, Abraham. All the nations of the earth will be blessed because of Abraham, because of the promise to Abraham. Though it's for the Jew first, yes, absolutely, it's for the Jew first. Uh, because that's what came from Abraham. Those were the blessings, the Jewish nation came from the promise to Abraham. The Jewish nation, the, the Jewish people became a nation because of the promise. Because until then, they were not. Obviously, uh, Abraham came from the Middle East and moved into the land of Canaan, which it was still not, uh, it was still not Israel, right? Until later on, until he had the children. Long story short, not to get into a history lesson right now, we're talking about the kingdom. So through him, all nations are blessed. And here we are, blessed. 
to uh, continue to grow the kingdom and expand the kingdom. And it all starts with a vision. Sometimes you may be thinking about uh, visualizing in the spiritual realm. Thinking about, I want to be, you know, I have a passion. I want a passion to to uh, feed feed the, those that are in need of food. And you may have uh, an operation that you start at home where you're cooking soup and you're making soup and you know, you're going to bring that soup to those that are in need. You're going to make enough. You're going to make these pots and you know, you're going to make enough to feed those that are hungry out there, especially on a cold day, right? You know, these homeless people out there, you know, I've, I've had um, the honor and great privilege to to uh, meet some of them, and, and sure enough, uh, my heart breaks, skips a beat every time that I'm walking down the street, especially on a nice cold day, on a cold day that I, I'm cold, and I've just been out, and I, I've, trust me, I've been in cold places, so I know what cold is, I'm not talking about the, the south cold, though here in the south it's still a little warmer, though it's uh, about to be winter, um, it feels like spring right now. This is the type of weather we're having. Uh, but I've lived in Chicago, and I know what, the Windy City, and I know why they call it the Windy City. When you walk out there in the cold, and you have that uh, that you know cold front coming from Canada and pushing down to you know through the lakes and you know the Great Lakes, and you you have that cold air coming, it'll slice you if you're not careful. I mean, it'll chap your lips, it'll slice your face, it'll give you frostbite. So I know what cold is. Lived in, in New York. Uh, there was a time when my mom lived in Buffalo, so I had to go v visit her in Buffalo, and we're talking cold. So I, I get it. I know what cold is, and I've had, you know, chills running down, up and down my spine from the cold at one time. So um, I've been cold. So I've seen, when I go out there and I see these guys out there, that they're sleeping in the street. Some folks I've seen that uh, in order to stay a little warmer, they're sleeping on vents. You know, these vents that are attached to these buildings and, you know, that vent produces some heat for them. And they're covered in sheets and they're covered in, in uh, with coats and some of them might even have garbage bags on to bring, you know, to offset some of this uh, windshield. And uh, I, I kid you not, it, it is it is a blessing to to see and have met some of these uh, children of God that unfortunately have sometimes they're facing some circumstances. Sometimes it's choice, right? Sometimes it's choice. Sometimes it's uh, an unfortunate event that they uh, were not prepared to to recover from, and for some it became a way of life. And then yet again, there are some folks that are out there that prefer to live that lifestyle because they're in a realm right now of uh, addictions and. Sure enough, they need to maintain their addiction, and it's called a hustle. They're out there, uh, out there panhandling and, and uh, 
some of them will work for you. Some of them will work. You know, they, they'll give you, uh, they'll help you, they'll put groceries in your vehicle. They'll help you throw away the garbage. They'll help you, you know, cut the grass or whatever. If, if you, uh, if they offered or you offered, right? They, I've been there when I've seen, I've seen that present itself to me. So, but I'll tell you this. One time I was at a, at a train station up in New York and, um, I ran into a, a, a guy that I was moved at that time. There was really a passion that I had for for the homeless, and sure enough, there was um, a guy that that did it to me. You know, I saw the way he was dressed, and it was a cold day, and sure enough, uh, I was like, "Man, this guy's out here in the cold in this tunnel, right?" that's what the train stations are they're tunnels right they're underground and it's even colder right um and my heart broke and i'm i'm approaching this man right just to give him some advice and try to lift him up and he told me to wait hold on a second and i said why oh okay i'll hold on and sure enough the train uh, pulled up uh, and people started getting off and and he was just asking everybody for money. Everybody that he saw. And he's just got the this can. And this can is, is right on the... It's being uh, presented to these people as they're getting off the train. And some are, you know, quickly dropping in a dollar. Some are dropping five dollars. Some are dropping coins in there. And I, I'm seeing this, right? Right in front of my eyes, I see this. Once again, vision, right? Vision, vision, vision. The message today, vision. So long-winded at all. My wife tells me, "Hurry up and get to the point." But we're we're talking, right? This is uh dedicated to to those folks that are driving, and this is the the show uh, so that you can listen to it. So obviously, I have to give you as much detail and 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 trim it down somewhat, right? So long story short, uh, I'm watching. And I see this guy just getting coins, dollars, and and and, and sure enough, everybody uh, cleared out. And then another crew came in, coming in to uh, wait for the next train. And those guys are giving him dollars and coins. And when they settled down a little bit, then he came to me and, and put the can in front of me. And I was like, whoa, well... <laughs> You know, I, I don't have any change. You know, I was just going to pray for you. And I was about to, you know, share some some advice on how you can get out of the street or how, to, how you can get out of this situation you're in. Because it's a, it's a real bad situation. I get it. You're cold. And, and he just stopped me. I said, no, no. Um, you know, we were probably, we at that time, we were probably the same age almost. So we kind of like, you know people click right so he saw i was uh i was uh about the same age and so on and so forth so he was like no um i'm good and i said yeah but i mean don't you want to at least eventually go to college and pick up a trade and you know this way you can make a lot of money and he stopped me again and he said i'm making a lot of money on a on a good day i could be making five thousand dollars on a real good day, I make five thousand dollars. On a not so bad day, I make a thousand dollars. 
And on a slow day, I can make anywhere from two to five hundred dollars. On a slow day, two to five hundred dollars. I said, man, this guy's making more than I make <laughs> in a week. So I was like, it was an eye opener for me because I didn't know that that's what was going on. I didn't get it. And here it is. I felt. But I didn't stop me, though. I mean, I, I get it. My point is there are career people out there that do this for a living. They, they, they make a lot of money, you know, just from being out there. They make a lot of money from panhandling, especially on a New York subway where, you know, there's a lot of um, there's 10 subway cars. So if you're going in, you know, and you start at the beginning, which is their routine, they start at the first car and they move all the way back to the last car, the 10th car. Then they get when they get to the last car, they get off at the next station and they start from the back of the last car and they move their way to the front of the car. And then when they get to the front of the car, they get off at the, at the station and then they wait for the train, get on the first car and work their way back. And they're doing this all day until they meet their goals, whatever they set their goals to be for that day. And then when they're done with that, they go and have their connection cross over and then start it over on the other side going back to the original destination so there, there's a science to it these guys got it figured out they figured it out and they're making a lot of money doing that and, it, and it's a sad thing for those that really need it because when some folks see that they don't they don't want to contribute because they figured why would I contribute to somebody who's really you know not in need right we never know because here it is. This guy broke my heart looking at him and, and seeing that he was um, in need. Uh, that attracted me towards him. And sure enough, I, I was compelled to to help him out that day. Again, I didn't I don't carry money with me. So, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do a financial thing with him. But I wanted to pray with him and I, I wanted to, you know, um, give him some advice that day. I was moved towards that. But I, it was more for me, that whole process was more of revelation for me because I, I didn't know I didn't know that that's what was going on I thought these people that are out there uh, that are, they truly are in need and that's the way I saw it uh, for years um, and there were times where I gave sandwiches there were times where I did give uh, money financially you know when I did have uh, loose change or loose dollars on me and you know I would I would contribute uh, to the best that I can and um, I saw another situation where I have a guy that uh, on the train saying he was hungry. And that's the way he approached it, right? That was his pitch. I'm hungry. And that day I happened to have a sandwich, you know, fresh. I didn't eat it because the company that I worked for, you know, they bought us lunch that day. And, and you know, I wasn't going to go um, to lunch with them. But they were like, Jose, just eat that sandwich tomorrow or, or eat it later on, man. We're buying whatever you want to eat. So I was like. You know what that makes sense okay and that's fine because then i can either eat the sandwich tomorrow for lunch or later on if i get hungry or case in point somebody on the train that was hungry or that was the pitch right and sure enough um the guy was like oh, i'm hungry and i was like here man i got a sandwich and and the guy was looking away from me every time that he would say i'm hungry i need food and i was like well i got a sandwich here and i'm, I'm almost like intercepting him and he's like a football player going to the side 
I went to that side. He went to the opposite side. It was almost like we were playing football. Like he's got the, he's got the ball, and I'm coming towards him. So he's moving away from me. So I'm like, wow. That's, that that was an eye opener for me. It's vision, right? So we're talking about vision. That's the different things that I've seen. Now we focus on vision, the reality where things are sometimes not what you see. And things sometimes are not what you want to see. Like that guy. I had the sandwich. And I'm bringing it to him. You're hungry. You're going to eat. If you're, These guys that are hungry eat out of garbage cans. So this guy's agenda was something else. As you see that he didn't want my sandwich. And I don't know. Maybe it could be. Uh, it could have been a legitimate reason. Maybe he didn't trust. Maybe he got food poisoned. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he don't eat meat or maybe he didn't, you know, he's got a special need and dieting that perhaps, you know, he wasn't willing to take the chance on uh, what I was giving him. It's possible, right? I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. That's the way I operate. Not that I'm naive and foolish. I'm wise, but I'm also open to that possibility, right? It could be that maybe he just wanted the money and he was going to go buy something that he knows where it's coming from and he knows he trusts that that meal was going to be prepared and he can see how he's being prepared or whatever so i'm gonna give him that and i did and prayed over him and and just left but vision right everything that you see around you though started with a vision so i give you some examples of how we visualize things how we see things and how sometimes we interpret certain things that we see but I say to you that today the, the message is that you you visualize yourself operating in a realm where you, where you are uh, maximizing your potential. So if you want to be an architect, visualize it. Start thinking about, see yourself going to school, see yourself going to um, college, see yourself getting the funding, see yourself um, uh, studying, see yourself working in that field and move towards that. Because once you start tapping into that realm or that spiritual realm, the spiritual realm will lead you to that vision. With that vision that you real that you thought of and that you saw will start materializing itself to you. You will start the spirit will start guiding you. Your the Holy Spirit with your spirit unite. And it'll start guiding you towards the path, towards where the Lord has prepared you and have created you and have given you the opportunity to come to this realm to fulfill his purpose for you. And don't let anybody, I don't care who it is, sometimes it's the family, sometimes it's your own parents, sometimes it's your own siblings and families, friends uh, that'll try to, and it's not really them. It's not really them. It's the spirits that are behind them. These fallen spirits that don't want you to reach your maximum potential. They know who you are. They see who you are. And they want to derail that. They don't want you to be successful. They don't want you to have kingship over this kingdom. That The Lord has given you a role to administer his kingdom. Whether, again, it's going to be in the business of feeding and I'll go with Chick-fil-A and I'll, I'll gladly always advertise and sponsor them. Uh, I'm sorry. And, and 
uh, I don't have a sponsorship from them, uh, but these are my brothers and sisters in Christ. And obviously, I will, I will always um, um, use them as a reference because they're godly. It's a godly business. They're in the business of feeding God's children. And because they do it unto the Lord, this is the only the only organization out there uh, in the food business that's in the commercial food business for the public um, that are closed on Sundays. All these other food, fast food places, they don't close. They're open 24 by 7. Eight days a week if you let them. They're always open. But Chick-fil-A, is they close on Sunday because they dedicate that day to the Lord. They, that, that's a day that when they go and worship. That's the day where they let their, their employees go and worship. And they give them that day to go and worship. They're closed. And because they made that commitment out to the Lord to serve God's children, to feed God's children, God has opened up the doors of the, the windows of heaven upon that organization. And if you ever go to a, through by a Chick-fil-A, look at their parking lot. It is always busy. It is always full. You're always going to have to wait. It's supposed to be fast food and you have to wait because there's so many people. And back in the days before the pandemic mode, I mean, inside you couldn't shoehorn people sometimes. The seating capacity was always full. Uh, the, the lines are always full to order. And now the parking lot, it is always full. Monday through Saturday, it's always full. And that's because they're in the business of feeding God's children. So what you learn from that is that if you're going to be in the business, right, whatever it is you're visualizing right now, whatever the Holy Spirit has given you in the spiritual realm, and He's opened up your spiritual eyes and has showed you the path that you're going to go, pray about what it is that you're going to go, start visualizing it and start synchronizing your spirit with the Holy Spirit so that he will open up the path for you. Now, there's a lot of places that there's a lot of things that we want to do. There's a lot of things that, that we want to do. And, and, you know, sometimes we think that, hey, this is the career that we want to uh, do because, you know, you're, you're uh, uh, somebody in the family was uh, sometimes it's it's a family business and you want to continue with the tradition and so on and so forth. But that's not where the Lord wants you to go. The Lord sent you to here to administer part of his kingdom by doing something else. And it may be in the food industry. It may be in the garment industry. It may be in the entertainment industry. It may be in the financial industry. It may be in you fill in the blanks. It may be in the nursing or and it may be in a, a physician industry we we don't know the purpose that the lord has for you will be revealed to you i happen to be an engineer for a living that is my purpose that is my purpose as far as uh uh being here and and as my career and i went to college for that i have my degree in in uh in computer science and that's the field that i that i'm in but my purpose my true true purpose is to bring the word to the world and continue to point others to Christ. That is my true, true purpose. That's what I'm, that's what I was sent here to do. And it all starts with a vision. How, how the path was open for me, how I visualize things and how uh, I get to do things. 
starts in a vision. That vision that I had of the Holy Spirit pointing and bringing me in, in the path that I'm in right now. Uh, starting a show like this so this way you can hear this message for those that are hearing it for the first time. This is word equals faith. This is what the faith is all about. This is what, you know, the word will teach you and confirm. It'll, it'll bring you to the spiritual realm where you can have an educated communication with the Holy Spirit. And in your conscience, this conversation is going to go on. So you see, all this sound that I'm making right now is because we have ears to hear. And, and, and this is another topic, another message. Uh, but this is a, 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 an old technology that we're using. Uh, there was a time where we knew how to do this telepathically. We could communicate with each other telepathically. However, we lost that in the flood. And some of us could still do it, you know, not at the deep level of, of projecting images and so on and so forth. There's some people out there that, that uh, have this uh, telepathic uh, ability enabled in such a way where they can feel things and they can. It's all images, though. We lost that. We still function that way, right? Your dreams is the way your spirit communicates with the body. But it communicates in the original language that the body doesn't understand. That's why it's real hard for you to interpret dreams. Because you don't speak that language. And we lost, we lost the ability to communicate in that language. So with that being said, we lost that. But we can still do it. How many times have you uh, thought about somebody in your family? Uh, mom or wife or a child. And you're... You're talking, you're, you're talking spiritually first. You're communicating spiritually first. And then all of a sudden, you call or they call. And then you come together and say, man, you're not going to believe this. But, man, I, I was just thinking about you. And they'll tell you the same thing. Man, I, you know what? I was just thinking about you too. The spirits communicating. That's what happened. But we don't know how to do that. We lost that ability. We can't do it at will. We, we, we lost that ability in the flood. We were able to do that at one time. And I have a message specifically on that uh, that gives a little bit more insight on, on how... Uh, again, I'm not an expert. I can't break it down 100% and tell you exactly how it works because I myself don't know how to work. I can't do it at will. But I can do it at, at will with the Heavenly Father. Yet, He communicates in my conscience... And this is where all those pictures and all the sounds are translated in your conscience. You're able to, the, the translations, there's a chamber in your mind where all this audio that I'm, that I'm, I'm just producing a frequency. These are just sounds that I'm making. They're organized that you happen to speak English and you can understand your brain converts this signal, uh, this analog signal into a, signal that your mind can break down and say, yeah, I understand what this guy is saying. Yeah, he speaks my language. I speak his language. And that's happening in those chambers of your mind where the sounds are be being broken. And that's where the Holy Spirit will talk to you. And sometimes it becomes such a synchronization between you and the Holy Spirit that you would say, you would start to take credit for that thought. And say, wow, I just thought about that. Or I'm thinking about this. But it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. And how do you know? Because you're like, well, I never really knew that before. 
how did that come? How did how was that revealed to me if I never really studied that? Or if I never really paid attention and how am I getting this knowledge? And it's coming from the Holy Spirit. He's omniscient and he's omnipresent. So he can be in us that are saved. Uh, he can be in all of us at the same time. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why he's um, uh, omniscient and that's why he's omnipresent. Meaning he knows everything. He has the databases. It's completely... You, it's, Google ain't got nothing on them. Sorry, strike that last comment. I don't... <laughs> Only Chick-fil-A get the get the free uh, uh, commercial. Um, but they, those media, uh, any databases that we have, we're, we're just scratching. He has all the knowledge. That's why he'll tell you, go left when you were thinking about going right. And you argue about that and say, but I'm used to going left. I want to go left. Why, why all of a sudden do I have to make it right? And he's like, well, I'll tell you in a minute. Just be obedient. And sure enough, you make that right. And you go home and you hear that there was a, a, a an accident. When, if you would have made a left, either A, you would have been part of that accident. Or B, you would have been uh, in the middle of, of the waiting process of getting that stuff cleared. And there's been people that that said it I'm, I have my hand up where I've gotten that message make a right and I say well I always make a left and I'm going to make a left and when I do make that left I'm sitting there now waiting for this accident to be cleared out and it, it was a, a huge delay and I lost 20 minutes of my of, of my life that I'm never going to get back because I was disobedient I didn't listen to that to the Holy Spirit guiding me and, and telling me I know more than you because I can see it I can see the accident accident and I can see what's about to happen so I'm telling you go right because that's the best thing for you right now and that's the way the Holy Spirit works he's always going to coach you to do the best things even though we don't like it even though we don't agree with it and even though we don't think uh, it's the best it is the best for you at that present time well, again, brothers and sisters, I, I appreciate you listening to, to this message. Let the Holy Spirit of Jesus guide you. Well, folks, I hope you receive some value. Until the next time, until the next one, stay blessed.